Hi, my name is Catherine Mahoney, and I'm passionate about intuition, business, and living your best life, and helping you navigate the ups and downs of the wild ride we call life. I'm an entrepreneur, intuitive advisor dedicated to guiding others to success, winning national awards in business and leadership, and featured in MSNBC, USA Today, and the Business Journal, just to name a few, speaking to audiences just like yourself. I teach successful business leaders in honing their intuition, creating certainty, and taking aligned action. I'll give you a straight talk with humor. Business, intuition, and mindset are just a few of the topics we discuss discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets, be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. Hey friends, I just want to tell you about a sponsor I have. It's Anchor.fm. It's a podcasting hosting and it's free. It's so cool. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. In fact, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening right now. You can make money from your podcast day one. I mean, right when you start. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one cool, easy, simple place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your first podcast. Hi, and welcome to episode six. We're going to talk about ways to strengthen your intuition. So let's get started. Intuition, it's that elusive power we have within ourselves, but we just don't know exactly how to use it and when we're hearing it. I wish it was this obvious separate voice that came out and said, you need to move forward on this. That's a yes on this decision. It doesn't quite work that way. It sure would be nice though. But when you get really clear and you hone this ability to a level where it does become something that you can recognize very clearly above anything else, it is your biggest asset to success. Now, how can it become this huge asset? How do we use it as this huge asset? It's hard to say really, isn't it? It's because it connects into a knowledge base, which I've talked about before, of this universal consciousness, this information of having all time before, all time of present and of future in one database, if we think of it like a computer, that When you put your question in to be answered, it filters through all other conscious knowledge and your own experience and where you're going and shoots out an answer. Does anybody remember the movie Big with Zoltar and you ask a question and push a button and it pops out a little card? I like to think of it that way. You get this popped out card that tells you or that paper yes, no, or maybe. That's what we're trying to get at. We want a nice, clear answer, a little clearer than the magic eight ball, hopefully. But what we do want to have is this ability to connect with this conscious knowledge of the universe so that it gives us an edge of success that not all people know how to access or don't use. There's been some interesting research on this universal consciousness. There's one I like that's interesting. It was done in England by Dr. Sheldrake. He did crossword puzzles and he took the crossword puzzles and put them out and had everybody do them and then reset them to test and see the memory capacity of those that had done it. 
And the first round compared to the second round of the crossword puzzles was significantly different in speed and success. Now, why was that? Well, it's also proven that if you are taking, let's say, a geometry test. I don't know how many of you loved geometry, but I always said, if it's going to be used to help me build a fence, I'll pay someone. If you think of something like a geometry test, if you quietly prepare and open your mind to those who have taken the test before and succeeded, you can tap in to universal knowledge to assist you in that test. Sounds a little hokey, I know, but it is quite true. In fact, I've experimented with it myself. I will take topics I don't know very well. I will make sure I do a five to 10 minute meditation beforehand and then take the test and I will pass. Now, why is that? I will take a test and study before and not do quite as well as the times I've taken tests on something I don't know very much about or nothing at all, and I meditate ahead of time. This is my own personal experiment. You should try it as well. But I have this with my clients. I do this type of experiment with them, per se, where I tell them, you may not feel like you know enough about this, or you may not feel like you know exactly how to do this, Everything you need is within you to succeed. How do you connect to it? How do you connect your computer to the internet? You have Wi-Fi before we used to have dial-up back in the olden days. How do you connect to making a phone call? Dial and pick it up. You have to have a cellular service. How do you get your car to run? You have to put fuel in it. You have to have some sort of connection for something. You have to have some sort of energy to something to make it work, to make it connect. So how do you do that for yourself? You need to start developing habits that will start honing and practicing this intuitive ability. Yes, meditation can be very helpful. Meditation, though, I do find, strangely enough, can be overwhelming to people. The idea of sitting and completely shutting your mind off to darkness and being quiet completely with no thoughts is frankly unappealing to me. That sounds so hard. I have so many things running through my mind. So what really is meditation? Yes, monks can sit and meditate. Do they have completely cleared minds? Probably after a while they have a little bit, but it's not going to be nothingness. It's pushing the thoughts aside or watching them zoom by like on a highway or an activity. I find driving's very meditative for me. It really calms my mind. Some people find showers very meditative. It clears your mind. In fact, some people make the mistake that it's water that connects them to their intuition because when they take a shower, they have ideas. But I'm sure they don't dip their hand or use a hose on themselves when they're trying to work and come up with something creative. So we have to remember what does it really mean? A shower kind of has that white noise sound. You're confined in a space. There's nothing else to do but wash your hair and shave your legs or lather up or let that hot water just run over your sore muscles and help you relax. So what is happening? Your brain is relaxing. 
you're not really thinking about a lot of other things. And then your intuition kicks in and the perfect thing to say or the perfect thing to write or what your plan is going to be jumps in your mind and it's clear as day. I have this happen to me all the time. I feel like I should probably get one of those wax pens that I can write all over the walls in my shower because I can't get out of the shower fast enough to record or write down what I thought of. But what is that? It's a meditative type state because it clears your mind and allows it to open up to the ideas that are coming to you. Getting into meditation is not just sitting cross-legged in a quiet room with flutes playing and candles going. Meditative is allowing your mind to relax, to let the information flow. Where is this information flowing from? From the universal consciousness. This access is for all of us to have. It is not a special thing just for monks or yogis or priests or any special person. We all have this ability to connect. We all have this ability to quiet our minds. It is a practice. But more than anything, it is finding your practice. We need to find what practice works for you. And it may not be just one. It may be three, four, five, or six, which I actually think is better because different times your mind will be busier, more stressed, other times more quiet. Different situations will allow different things. So I'm going to give you a few different ideas you can use. And I hope you have fun with this. Don't think of it as, oh, I've got to figure out a way to meditate. Don't think of it that way. Think of it as a way to be creative. Think of it as an outlet to quiet your mind so amazing, successful, empowering ideas will come your way and open up to you. So here's a few things you can try. I know those coloring books have been popular. I love them. I think they're great. But not just a kid's type of coloring book, more of a highly detailed coloring book because you get into the detail and you start having to concentrate and you start getting into that. So if that's something you want to try, I highly suggest it. Get colored pens, get colored crayons, whatever you need. Get the more detailed adult type coloring books. That is a great way to start practicing to quiet your mind. There are many apps that you can use. Synchronicity, there's all different type of meditation apps you can try. See which one you like. Test a few different ones and see if any connect with you. I'd also try just the shower. If you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling like you need to come up with a new idea or you need a fresh start on a project and you're like, okay, I'm switching directions, take a shower. Set a recorder or something right outside and record yourself of all your thoughts as soon as you get out. (laughs) Take a pen and paper. Buy a wax pen you can write on the wall. I think that's my next purchase. (laughs) Try different things. I enjoy driving. I have an SUV and I have a convertible that I enjoy driving. On a great day, the convertible will not only wash all my stress away, but I often come up with ideas. And I record a lot of the ideas and things I have. Who knows? I'll do a podcast from my car. Think of that. I also enjoy washing my car a little weird, but I do find that very relaxing and meditative as well. Some people like to wash the dishes. That makes them relax. Mowing the lawn. It could be vacuuming, strangely enough. 
It could be just cleaning. It could be doing some sort of art or craft painting, making jewelry. It could be walking the dog. It could be just going for a walk in nature and relaxing. It could be baking cookies. It could be a lot of different things. These are all things that I know my clients have talked about I have used to be in meditative state. Don't harness yourself with this thing of no thoughts. I have to be completely quiet sitting in a room. Now I do yoga and I do the quiet meditation, but it doesn't always work for me. Sometimes my brain is racing too much. I have too many things going on or I'm focused on either clearing my head or inspiring an idea, a fresh idea, a fresh approach. And the more I've used my practices, I know what activity of meditative state I need to be in. Do I need to just chill my mind out, get ready for it to go to sleep and be quiet? Do I need to energize an idea? Am I frustrated and running up against a wall because I can't adjust or pivot the way I need to? How do I need to get the information? What information do I need? And what energy does it need to have with it? So I want you to experiment. Find ways to create a calm, clear mind for you. And what currently works, think about what currently works to help you relax your mind and then you get ideas. Write it down, make a list of what they are, because there will be a time when you are stressed out, frustrated, overwhelmed, hit a wall where you can't think of what those things are. We all hit that. Have a list that's easy to look at quickly and go, oh, maybe I should try this, or that sounds like a good thing. This is where your intuition comes in again, by the way. You have the list, you look at it, and you scan it, and something will jump out, go drive the car wash the dishes and do it. Don't sit and analyze it. Well, I don't know if I drive the car. (sighs) Don't do that. That's going against your intuition. If your intuition goes, you should drive the car, then go do it because there is a signal in there that is going to give you the clarity, the information, the action to move forward. We all want clarity or action that we can take forward with us. So we need to identify what those are. I'm actually going to give an assignment because I've been hearing too much of this lately. And I don't like to see people struggling in overwhelm and hitting brick walls and just feeling like they can't do it. So make a list. What has helped you? And if you can't think of one, pick one of the things I suggested and try it. Does it work for you? It may invoke another idea for you of something to do. Think about what it is, start making a list, and just start doing it. You don't have to go for an hour and a half or two hour drive. You don't have to color for five hours. It might be 10 minutes, it might be 20 minutes. You might need just a five minute shower. But find something, some things, three to five things is what I'm asking you to do. And think of it as the ability to connect to the universal consciousness, honing and practicing your intuition and building a connection to information to clear the way for your success. Don't worry about when people say you have to meditate an hour a day or you see people doing that. That might not be your process. Maybe it's your future process. 
allow yourself a 5, 10, 15 minute meditation a day. If you can't get relaxed your mind after one activity after 5 or 10 minutes, try something else later. If it doesn't work, don't worry about it. Do it tomorrow. Relax. Be at ease with yourself. Be kind to yourself. And as you give yourself ease, and as you are kinder to yourself, as you practice your special quiet mind, action motivating activities, a knowledge will open up to you, proving to you that everything you need is already inside you for your success. I look forward to hearing what your activities are that help you in building your intuition and quieting your mind. I will be offering more ideas, but start here. There's always a good place to start. Simple is always the best. Talk to you soon. If you'd like to learn more about topics upcoming or make suggestions, please go to my Facebook group at Clearly Catherine Podcast. <laughs>